This is the Not After 30 Podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Not After 30 Podcast? Did I get it? <laughs> you nailed it, buddy. <laughs> you, did, you did really, really, really good. I'm so used to my intros being pretty monotone. That was hard. Guys, Nana Nation, lovers of the Not After 30 Podcast, you may not recognize that voice on the other end of the line, but you soon will. Let me introduce a brand new partnership with the Not After 30 Podcast and Timothy Carr, host, producer, creator, anything else of the Midnight Owl podcast. Timothy, what's up, baby? Not much, man. Hello, Nana Nation. How you doing? Right on. Um, as, par, as par tradition of the Not After 30 podcast, we're going to start off with a little drink. I'm going to just uncork it here. I'm just going to do this for sound effect. And I am pouring a little cognac, a little cavassier, because as, as all rappers say, you know, pass a cavassier. That sounds pretty high glass. Um, Tim, what are you drinking on your side, buddy? Uh, I have a Tim Hortons Extra Large Dark Roast 2 Cream. Ooh, good vintage. Oh, yeah. I believe it's a 2019. <laughs> I hear it's a great mm-hmm. beer. All right, cheers, cheers. buddy. Oh man, I haven't drinking, I haven't drank Cavassier in a long time. I forgot how actually delicious it is. This is going to be a good. I night. don't think I've ever gotten to try it. What's it like? Well, um, okay. So, are you a cognac or brandy fan at all? You know what? I have a gutter palate. Like Weiser's Deluxe is probably the high end of what Ooh. I go after. You're a real classy bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm an expensive date. Yeah, well, hey, listen, uh, that can be that can go far in today's world. Um, it's it's beautiful. It's like very bold. It definitely te- it definitely tingles the the bottom of your cheeks. It is like a fancy Welch's grape juice. Um, I don't, I've I've drank a lot of brandy that has burned my esophagus or cognac that has burned my esophagus for days, and Cavassier is super smooth. And I actually as a in a in a move to to justify um, tradition and culture, I mixed it with Coke once. Oh yeah, Coca Cola. Let me phrase, and uh, it was like it was incredible. And then people were like, "Well, if you were to have this at the bar, this is like a twenty six dollar drink." I'm like, okay, well maybe I'll stop mixing it with Coke. I guess. So I don't know why. Like, why anyways. does the mixing with Coke take away from how delicious something is? Like, if you find the way that it works, like, and you really enjoy it. Like, what's the extra dollar twenty five for a pop? Like, I guess, like, expense, right. you want to go classy, but at the same time, you got to make stuff work for yourself. I think, I think you know, that's a really good point. I think the reason is it's, it's so hard off a of tradition. I think pe- people are like, well, this is an expensive drink. You shouldn't dilute it with shit. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, maybe I'm just not that good of a drinker. Like, even when I have scotch, I got to throw a couple of ice cubes in there. Yeah, I agree. I'm the same way, and I always get 
my father-in-law is a big scotch guy. He, he's not a pressure guy, but my brother-in-law is. And he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you can't drink this. Or, or you're going you're gonna to ruin this with ice? I'm like, oh, yes, I am. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool, dude. So I guess we should start off. Let's talk a little, a little bit of backstory about who you are and the start of your podcast and then how we met and then how we got to the announcement of today's show episode uh, announcement, whatever this is. Yeah. So who is Timothy Carr? Uh, just small town, uh, Southern Ontario boy. I, uh, mostly work factory work my whole life. Like, uh, did that, went off to college, got, uh, trained up to be a wastewater technician. Couldn't get work in Ontario. So I went out West for five years and, uh, I, I just couldn't stand it anymore. So I came back to the area I'm from, uh, was unemployed for a bit working at Tim Hortons. Now I'm back in the factory and yeah, just kind of stumbling through life. Uh, decided that after dealing with a little bit of depression and anxiety that I had to kind of make a change. So I decided to start a podcast. I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, Jack Luna of Dark Topic, and he just kind of said, like, why don't you go and do paranormal and stuff like that or supernatural? And I just started going through some of the topics and it really started to intrigue me. And I've never really been into that my whole life. But uh, like, and I've always been kind of like sci-fi is my whole background. So this is all new to me. So when you come to my show, I'm a complete amateur and I'm just trying to enjoy the stories and see who believes in this and why. Because you kind of like from when you're on the outside, it all just looks like a bunch of crazy people with tinfoil hats on. (laughs) So it's like, right on, right like on. why? Yeah. Like, so like I'm just slowly getting more and more into it, and I'm realizing some parts of my life I've I've had magic. Like, I the house that I grew up on, we brought in a neighbor, and he witched for our well using divining rods. When I worked for a city, uh, when I was going to school, to find a break in the water mains, they break out the divining rods and they go and look for the for the break where where the leak was coming up. So it's just like, it, mm-hmm. it's kind of funny how it's always been a part of my life, but never really paid much attention to it. Until now. Amazing. Okay. So you said you're originally from Southern Ontario? Yeah. Whereabouts? Uh, between, do you know where Belleville Trenton area is? Yeah. Roughly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just outside of there, a little town called Sterling. Okay. Yeah. Right so on. I'm back in the hometown and- now. You're back. Okay, so you're back in Ontario yeah. now. All oh, right, on. Okay, all right. So interesting how a little bit of bouts of uh, depression and anxiety, and then you thought it'd be a good idea to then project your voice across the world. Yeah, it's a pretty wild decision for someone who's extremely introverted. Like right now, I'm sweating like yeah. crazy just trying to be calm. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah. I had to break out of it, man. I'm 30 years old. Like I'm looking at the rest of my life. My dad was only 46 when he passed. And, like, you can oh, you yeah. can get dark about it and be like, oh, you know, like, uh, halfway to the point that somebody passed away that was that close to me. Or you look at it like this, I have so much time left. I got to start living life and deciding what form of happiness I'm going to chase after. That's beautiful. I agree. I agree 100%. But... 
Got got to live for today. You got you got to focus on tomorrow, but live for today. I think it's very important. Well, and it, like it, it sounds kind of contrived to be like, well, happiness is a choice because it sounds really easy when you say that, but when you say it's a choice, it means you have to get up, you have to take care of yourself, you have to start eating better, you have to do the exercise, you have to avoid like all the shit, the negative shit that you can bring in your life that just brings you down and you complain about. Like, if you got money problems, yeah. all right, well, set a budget and start putting money away. It's pretty simple. Right. Yeah. <laughs> am I making any sense or am I just rambling? No, man. I, you know, I think it's good. I think the best thing for people who listen to this podcast or listen to this podcast thread is just to know as much about you before going into the what the podcast is. And, I mean, just to fast forward a little bit, uh, I mentioned it on a couple of our podcasts already, but we met at the Canadian Podcasting Awards, and you came over and you said congratulations, which was, which was actually made my night because it's so cool when that happens, and it just it just like kind of cements a feeling that you've been feeling all night. So I, it meant the world to me that you you came over and took like time out to say that, and that meant a lot to me. And we just started chatting. We just kind of started picking up the pace uh, really quickly. I think, I think, you know, if you want to look at like. Um, big picture things like maybe it was just like this weird gravitational force that kind of brought brought you coming to say hi a guy who you know maybe is like very introverted and me i'm i'm not i'm not very introverted i'm quite the opposite although on on the on such in situations like that where there's a lot of people that might have bigger podcasts or popular podcasts than i have um but you know it, it was such a it was such a good night it made me feel so good to be like amongst some of these people who have a huge reputation or a big reputation. Well, you had such a good um, energy, for, man. For you to come over was it was so cool, and I think that just started getting us uh, kind of like fast tracking on, like what what is I'd say a friendship now. I, yeah, I hope that's the way it's going, man. Like like I said, you had such a great energy, like just super friendly and cool, and like you walked over, you shook my hand, you're like that's amazing, and then turned to your wife. <laughs> yeah, what'd you say? Uh, you know, she's never been supportive. But tonight she is. <laughs> like, all right, man, that's amazing. Did I say that? I must have forgot that because uh, please don't repeat that ever again. Because if my wife listens to that, she will hold it against me forever. We can cut that. That's no problem. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Unfortunately, on our end, we don't really edit anything. Uh, but you can do all the editing you wish. But we don't do any editing on our, on our all side. Right. Um, yeah, man. So yeah, so we met at the podcast awards at the after party. Um, it was fun and I, you know, it's, you left an impression on me and I was, and I, I hope I left an impression on you. I was very curious by your, your podcast because you remember, I mean, I went to go look it up and then there was a little bit of a glitch. Yeah. Well, and it's weird because like we could not find a way to make, uh, iTunes work for finding my podcast on iTunes through your phone, but that's where I get like all of my downloads from. So for whatever reason, in that moment, it just would not work for us, no matter what we tried. It's it's so weird, and I thought, you know, I really thought I was like, man, I am more drunk than I yeah. thought. I was like, because I can I can look up something on my phone with one eye partially being asleep with one eye open. I can do that no problem. Plus, I have an iPhone five. Uh, five SE. I've had this phone for like five years. I can, I know every millimeter of this phone. I can easily take care of myself with it, no problem. And I, I there's something going on. There's something weird. And maybe it was maybe it was part paranoia, paranormal. Maybe it was par- part intoxication. Maybe it was part excitement. It was Who probably knows? a drunk ghost. It let it. Yeah, 
Yeah. It, you know, it's just it's probably that downtown Toronto air. That's probably you what never it was. Know. Um, yeah, but I mean, it, it also kind of pushed me to, I was like, okay, I need to see what's up. Like, I need to see what's going on. And I, I'll, I'll say this. I've listened to your podcast, and I, I became a fan about four to four to ten minute mark. I became a fan of the Midnight Owl. Well, man, you scared me um, when you I, sent I me that text message. Because all it read to me was, uh, like, I'm just going to open it up. Uh, yeah, go for it, dude. Oh, God. I'm not good with phones. <laughs> Well, as, as as we can recall from our first encounter, <laughs> either am I. Uh, it's just, hey man, we need to talk. I'm like, uh oh. Oh, so th- this is like the original, the original text. Uh, right? This was after we started talking a little bit. Like, uh, I finally got okay. you the link because that took a while. Like, I sent you Podbean, then I got onto Spotify, sent you that. But uh, yeah, it, eventually it was just like it was silence, silence, and then, hey man, we need to talk. I'm like about to go to bed and I'm like what <laughs> what did I do did did I say something horrific and never edited out of the podcast like uh oh yeah um I yeah like I said I, I listened to it and I it instantly brought me back to um when I was a kid I used to I used to listen to AM radio and I used to listen to guys like Art Bell and uh George Norrie on um what was that After Darks oh what was it called Oh, shit, I can't remember the name of the, the radio program, but it was one of these shows that, you know, late night talked about Paranora. Par- oh, my God, I keep saying Paranora. Mm. Par- uh, it, it always talked about, like, uh, par- part. oh, my God, why can't I say it now? Paranormal activity? Mm-hmm. Paranormal, it's paranormal activity. That's oh high God. praise, man. Thank Sorry, you. man, the Kanye's, uh, the, uh, the Kanye, oh, my God, now I can't speak <laughs> at all. <laughs> the Kavasi is just fucking with me now. Um, yeah, all that paranormal activity. And I was always intrigued by it, and I listened to it late at night. And I kind of get a little scared, and then I eventually fall asleep by listening to it. But it brought me back to that, and I got I got tingles, and I thought I thought just your approach to it is so nice and crisp. And I said, man, okay. So in a, in a small, I'm gonna tell a small side story. In my day to day life, I'm a hairstylist, and one of the product lines we use, Euphora, the owner, when he interacted with people, if he even if they were working somewhere outside of the industry, if he got good vibes from him or really enjoyed the person he was talking to, he would find a spot for them in his company because he understood that that person kind of got the message that he wanted to present. And when I listened to your podcast, it, I mean, knowing it's a, it's a, now knowing it's like a one, one and a half person show. And I think it's like, it sounds way too glossy, way too good to be a one person show. And I was so impressed by that. So I was like, man, Tim's got something good here. I like. I want to. I want uh, a. I'm a fan. I want other people to listen to this, and b. More people should be listening to this. So, uh, so I, I reached out and I was like, I I know that the message that I sent you was kind of like vague, but I also didn't want to sound like I was fanboying either. So it's like, hey, dude, can we talk, or should we talk, or can we talk, or whatever, and hopefully put you into thinking like, oh my god, what the fuck did I do yeah. wrong here? Well, man, it. Uh... Yeah, I just I really appreciate the praise, and I've been putting a lot of hours into this, and it's nice to start getting a little bit of feedback. You know, hopefully I can get some criticism along the way, and just kind of work on the things I need to to make this as as good as I want it to be. All right, so let's get right into the podcast. Like you do explain it in the podcast, but maybe you could just do some for the listeners listening now. 
why the Midnight Owl? Um, what kind of relevance does that have towards you? Like, what is it about the idea or the structure of this podcast? Why did you gravitate towards that format? Uh, I'm just a storyteller by nature. Like, uh, you know, when you talk about your stories, like from the twenties and like, you get that really good spin on it. You've told the story a hundred times and you can see that you got that captive audience and then you hit them with the punchline or that really exciting part of it. I just, I wanted to bring that into the supernatural and occult because the few podcasts that I listen to, it just seems so dry and like, they're all experts. So like, what's, what's the entry level stuff? Like, I I don't have any idea what they're talking about because I'm missing a, B and C. So can I offer that? And then the midnight owl comes from, I work two weeks of nights and then two weeks of days. So when I come home from work, everybody's going to bed. And then when I'm on nights, as I'm waking up, everyone's going to sleep. And I live in a town of maybe like 1,500 people. So like you go out for a walk, this town's dead. Every store is closed. The one place I can go is the gym, and that's in Belleville. So that's a half-hour drive just to go and be around other people. Yeah. So when so the midnight owl now does that come from something else is that does that have a, like a, the title have an origin somewhere else or is that just something you kind of you, you you had an attachment to it just something i had an attachment to just kind of came to me and i started running with it i'm hoping that over time like uh maybe we can de- develop something sorry let me try that again i'm hoping over time that it creates its own myth. Like, what is a midnight owl? Is it just garbage, like, throwing out a bunch of words, or can it create its own significance? Oh, I like that. I get chills just thinking about that too, man. Okay, so tell me a little bit more about you. Like, what kind of podcast do you enjoy? Um, do you like the big mainstream stuff? Do you like the smaller, more niche market? What, what podcast, if I was to scroll through your podcast collection, would you... Would you either A, point, like, proudly point at, or B, be like, oh, shit, that's a little embarrassing? Uh, I don't know. I think I'm pretty proud of all of it. Like, tell them Steve Dave. Uh, it's one of the Smodco shows. That's got to be my favorite. It's the one that I, I first started listening to, like, religiously. Uh, I started, okay, what was the uh, the host from The Edge? All those guys got fired a while back. Do you remember? Uh yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a whole bunch yeah. of them. Um, I mean, oh, Dean, oh, Touch uh, Yeah, Dean Blundell. Uh, Dean Blundell. So I was yeah, feeling yeah. really homesick out west, and I was like, all right, well, I'll put on the edge and start listening to that. And someone heard that I was doing that, and they're like, well, why don't you check out Joe Rogan? I'm like, well, okay, what is Joe Rogan? It's a podcast. I had no idea. Started there, went over to Kevin Smith, and then I found Tom Steve Dave. And, uh, right. yeah, such a fanboy. I got the tattoo and all the T-shirts and stuff like that. been listening for years. That's incredible. You know what? And when it comes to Smodco shows for me, I don't even really like um, Tell Them Steve Dave that mm-hmm. much. I, I love original Smodco with – but only, it has to be only Kevin Smith and Scott Mosher. Yeah. That is like I – need, I need those two guys. Scott Mosher cracks me so hard. He is so dry and but so funny. And then Kev Smith with all his dick jokes, like that's me. Like I, I just, 
I love a good dick joke. <laughs> I love a good dick. <laughs> we'll make joke sure we edit that more properly. Than anybody. Yeah, yeah. When, when he when he when he starts talking about something wacky, like like oh he's gonna he's gonna give the mic a blowjob, or when he does his uh, Hollywood Babylon uh, show with uh, Ralph Garman, when it, like, he'll start like pretend blowjob in the mic, and I'm like yeah, I would fucking totally do that. That's Kevin Smith has influenced me so much that now I'm a giant pervert. <laughs> I mean, that probably was before, but... Uh, you excited you know, for the Jane Silent Bob reboot? I think so. The, the Netflix, right? The Netflix uh, show? I think they're making a movie. I don't know if it's going to be a Netflix show. Oh. I heard that... The, oh, the Mall Rats. I think they're doing Mall Rats on Netflix. Oh, that'll like be that. deadly. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Kev... I want to support Kev Smith because he really has that, like, do-it-yourself mentality, the, the podcaster, the original podcaster spirit... Not all the other jackasses who already have celebrity, who already have like 10 million Twitter followers who just decide to do a podcast, and then it becomes like top 10 on iTunes forever. Absolutely. Like, and the other guys uh, I listen to, they all seem to understand what the culture is. Like, that's what draws me in. Like, uh, my brother, my brother and me is fantastic. Uh, it's like an advice show where they never really give advice. Oh, and uh, yeah. the, I got into Hello from the Magic Tavern. It's like an improv show where they're, a guy flies, f- falls through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago and wakes up in this magical <laughs> land. And then they just talk about okay. how all these magical creatures have like multiple buttholes. And it's just been going on for years. Uh, I um, love it. Yeah, I some love it. Dungeons and Dragons stuff like I've never played. I, I hope I never cross over into being that nerdy. But just listening to four people sit around a table and tell a story together is really cool. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I love I love just the fact that you could be in a conversation without actually being in the conversation and just listening, point of views. I mean, I, I love um, I, I love Rogan and all the all those deaths the, the uh, all those death squad guys. Yeah. Um, I kind of like I was listening from episode seven of Joe Rogan where he was on this like this shitty laptop and you can hear the fan of the laptop on there and him and red band were just like so excited about it and i just watching the progression grow and then watching the guys have spinoffs like red band having a spinoff diaz joey um, diaz Tom Segura, like all these guys like, it's, it's so wild how he's basically spun off 10 or 15 podcasts or he's spun off five or six that have then created 10 then created 15 it's wild like i'm just so blown away yeah by it. his studio is amazing to see where he's came come from like you were talking about like the little shitty laptop and they got like the snowflakes in the background yeah. and stuff to where he's at now it's insane I, it's insane and he's kind of like i think he's probably like the example of like what you want your what what i think like you start podcasting with like I'm just gonna do this out of passion and love and creativity and my my inner artist, but then you start thinking like oh I can make a little bit of dough and then I can get a better better rig I can get a better studio I can start creating something more and that's what he's done and he's never compromised like he's always been if you listen to episode one and you listen to episode whatever it is like one thousand two hundred now or whatever it is, um, he's it's the same guy yeah. he hasn't changed he's the exact same guy. And I, but he he's one of those guys who's completely honest, and that way he doesn't have to he doesn't have to worry about his un uh, unauthentic uh, preach I don't want to say preaching but like his unauthentic 
uh, record. I don't know what what the, yeah, the I feel you though verbiage for it is. Yeah, he he's just yeah. real. Well, and like, and we're starting to see more and more of that, like the 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 kind of fake shit kind of come through, and like people only being here so that they can get a TV show later and stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah, either you're in it or or you're not. Like, why why come in and kind of play off us and podcast listeners and podcast fans? if you're not invested in the medium and at least trying to make it work, because you know they're going to shut down their podcast as soon as they get the deal they're looking for because there's some kind of great storyteller. Like, I don't know. It annoys me a little bit. Um, I try to be cool about it. Everybody's welcome to the table, but at the same time, like, I just love podcasting so much. It's just like, well, let's respect what we have here and try to grow this. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think it's just... There's there's a really beautiful harmony among independent podcasters that aren't that aren't doing it as a stepping stone, but just doing it as maybe this is something they've always wanted to do. Maybe they have some love for radio, uh, and this is the natural progression. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 incredible. There, and so timeline. How long have you been podcasting for? Uh, probably about like four months. I've been listening for about eight okay. years, but uh, just stepped behind the mic recently. Okay, so we've been podcasting for th- for three years, and the, the I think the timeline for me is, is maybe a little bit more than ten years listening. And um, when 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 we started, it was like okay, maybe my friends will like. I guess I guess my friends might listen to this. They might mm-hmm. not. And then you know you get like a couple emails or messages or text messages from your friends being like, oh, I listened. I laughed. Like one my, my one I got this one buddy. His name's Jimmy. He's a great guy. He's a police officer. And he, he messaged me. He's like, okay, I once told a story. So uh, I grew up in Streetsville in Mississauga. And for me, um, like almost nothing ever happened. It's kind of like small town within a big city. And nothing really happened eventful. Like I'm sure there's things that happened, but nothing really first yeah. degree. But in my high school, there was an, a legit prostitution ring. And I, I remember telling a story of the head of this prostitution ring was actually in my English, my grade 10 or 11 English class. And she had like, she's like almost 20 years old and she's in this grade 10 or 11 English class. And I remember she used to try to sell me all these counterfeit gadgets. Like I remember her, this would have been like 1997 or eight where no one had a cassette player anymore, like a Walkman anymore. Everyone had like either Discman, uh, they had a Discman because MP3 players went around. And she tried to sell me this cassette player and she's like, yo, give me 20 bucks for this. I'm like, nah, I'm good. And then she's like, okay, fine. Give me 15 bucks for this. I'm like, no, I don't know. She's like, okay, fine. Give me $10 for this. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I, I'm not buying a cassette player in whatever, 97. <laughs> and so she's like, okay, what else? What else can I sell you? You want a blowjob? And I'm like, what? And I'm like, this is like probably pre-unvirgining Anthony. And so she probably like, like she said blowjob. I'm like, blow, wait, hold on. What's she like, blowjob from hmm. her? Blowjob from someone else? Like, what's going on here like what so i'm telling a story on the, on one of our early 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 podcasts when the not after 30 podcast wasn't even the not after 30 podcast and my buddy jimmy's listening to this and he's laughing so hard he has to pull off the road because he can't keep his eyes open because he's laughing so hard that's fucking amazing and so he sends me this text message and he's like dude i laughed so hard i had to pull off the road and like finish listening to this because i was laughing so hard like that made my life it was so amazing like it was just that little 
kind of push I needed to want to do this more. And it, and it was like the first hit of heroin, and then I was addicted after Well, do that. you mind if I like bring it back to the, the podcasting awards? Uh, how did you hear about the awards? Like, I it, Oh, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea. I, I got a, I got an email, sorry, I got, I got a tag on my Instagram account and, um, okay. Push pause, please. How did I hear about the podcasting awards? Okay. I didn't know anything until like three weeks before the award and the awards and, uh, E1 podcast tagged me to congratulate the podcast on getting nominated. And then I had to do like backtrack to find out what the fuck happened. And I, I not that I don't, I, re- I rarely check the not after 30 podcast email, maybe once or twice yeah. a month. And usually it's like a lot of like crap emails every now and then there's like one email from someone just saying like, Oh, you talked about eating ass and that was hilarious. And so, um, I looked at the email and I was like, oh my God, we got nominated like a month and a half ago and I just found out now and the award shows in three weeks. And so that's how I heard about it. And I had heard of PodCamp a little bit, but I never even thought about going. I never, I never knew anything about it. It always looked like there was never enough information for me to be like, okay, I can commit a weekend to this. It was a little too yeah. difficult, like to, just even to carve out half an hour to like, to record is tough, so to get a whole weekend to, to dedicate to that, I knew it was going to be even tougher, but I, I, I didn't hear about it until I got tagged on Instagram, and that was three weeks before the the the, um, the, the award night. That's crazy. I'll be honest with you, man. I am fucking hungry for one after I saw that and the awards ceremony. Yeah. Like, it was the right level of just kind of, like, grungy, outsider, fun we got some like backstories with uh, the guys that came up there and they talked about like being the first Canadian podcasters and stuff like that. It was just, it was cool. It was packed. It was upstairs in a dingy bar. It was yeah. fucking amazing. I want it. Okay. So and I, d- did you stay up there and, and watch the whole thing? I think I bounced uh, for a dart after like the second or third, uh, third award. Okay. So out of curiosity, because we left almost right after, uh, we won. Not that we wanted mm-hmm. to, but like I, I wouldn't be able to stand still. Like I need to get downstairs. I need to stretch the legs a little bit. And I was super hungry. Oh my god, it was so humid up there. Yeah, it was getting it was getting a little toasty too. So now we we kind of like we forced our way up and started talking. Like like it was like like the Oscars or something. And did, uh, were other people doing that because they they didn't really leave time for people to to thank anybody or anything like that. We just kind of they were already starting to announce the, the next category while we were walking up there. So did other people do that? Yeah, the person before you, uh, I, I think you had sent me a link to, to one of his shows yeah. uh, as we Mark, were talking. Mark Elvis? Yeah, because yeah. He, he had won an award that was dedicated to his friend or something oh, like that. So, so uh, like the, Mark presented that, and that guy's name was Anthony, I think it was uh, Anthony Musin. Or something. Yes. That, yeah, I might be wrong. I, that might be. But yeah, he, he won the Bob... Oh shit! What was I want to say Evans, but I think that's wrong. Yeah, that is wrong. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, go go check go check. Or so, uh, I'm gonna I'm watching. That's this. a lot I, closer. Yeah, but yeah, so he got like the kind of like, lifetime achievement achievement award, and then it started with us. But then was there anybody after us who went up and talked? Yep, everybody did. Oh, fantastic! You get, like 
So the first person, like, like with that, they I felt like they set the vibe for it, and then I thought it was really cool. Everybody kind of acknowledging it. It's not just like walk up, shake hands. Oh, that's great. Like it means something. Totally. Like, I want it to mean something. I hope like I, as it comes around next year. I'm definitely going to be promoting it. Like, I don't even care if I win. I just want other people to know about it so it gains that significance, right? Man, like, you're nailing it. A hundred percent. That's a, For us, that was the exact same thing. We Okay, first of all, we're not even like a adult content type of podcast. I mean, we do do a lot of that, but mm-hmm. I was shocked. A, I was shocked on the nomination. B, once we found out we were nominated, okay, I'm ultra competitive. So, okay, I have a chance to win something. I have a chance to put a ribbon on my parents' fridge. I'm going to do this. So I, um, yeah. I, we went hard. We, we I, I see probably maybe 10 days out, maybe two weeks out, uh, we just started going hard and just being like putting out there free hugs if you vote. Um, you know, if I've ever, if I've ever helped you with anything, this is me calling back, getting a vote. Like we, we were just pushing hard nice. and we asked, we asked the organizers, John and Lily, like, did we win by like one vote or two votes or did we win by a landslide? And he said, we almost for the whole time had the lead in votes. And, uh, but there was another guy who was pretty close, um, who, when I looked at his podcast, his podcast is intense, man. He's got like 5,000 Instagram followers, um, like he's got a, he's got a big audience, so we were pretty impressed that we beat him. So, wow. Yeah, man. You will do it. You'll well, do it like, next year, man. You, you, you've got the right podcast to do something with it. And I, that, that's another reason why we're, we're recording right now is because you've got a really good product and more people need to hear it. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, putting a lot of time into it and I hope that I can really contribute to the network. Uh, we've, we've talked about how we're going to do it and you know, going forward, we'll still have those conversations and really figure out what's going to work best for both of us. But, uh, I was thinking about making some, uh, some videos and stuff like that. Nothing too long, like two to five minute stuff of, uh, going on some adventures and posting it on the, the Facebook page, driving yeah. people towards there. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting cause I've never gotten in front of the camera before. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to try to figure that out, but, uh, I got some contacts in Ottawa. I got, uh, couple of local spots i'm gonna hit like up in march they've got a psychic expo coming to town perfect so i was thinking about like having a couple of beers and then go getting some tarot cards uh right and stuff like it. that <laughs> i will watch you'll get at least one view i will watch that for sure uh um, it's got to be funner what's think, the point right i think you got to do it man i think you're in a sweet spot you know you got like if you've got the time and you've got the will you've you're pretty much 90 percent done all you got to do is the, is the work after that. And if you, you've already committed to do the work, so I think it's going to be really, like, I think you can do it and I think you'll be good at it. I think it's, you've already taken so many good steps to set yourself up for success that I think you can, I think you'll be easy an easy lay in for it. Thank you, man. Well, well and I, I'm loving the, uh, the podcast so far. The concept of having a whole network on a single stream is really interesting and different. I haven't seen that before. I'm liking it. Right on. Yeah, the goal, the goal is this. The goal is we're all kind of these dreamers, these people who would have this idea. And we could have, I mean, for argument's sake, uh, I was once told that a successful Canadian podcast has 1,000 subscribers. Or, sorry, 100 subscribers. And so what, what, make, what, what makes more sense? Having like four separate feeds of 100 or one feed with 400. And at least that way, 
if revenue ever was a factor, we can all share in that as opposed to just being like, yeah. ah, well, I guess I guess I have a hundred subscribers now, or maybe I'll break away and have have some more. But it's the goal is we all grow together, we all grow together, we all share together, we all enjoy together, and everyone eats and everyone has a good time. That sounds good. Yeah, man. Okay, so let's wrap this sucker up. Can you maybe put some things out there to the nation, um, like why they should listen to your podcast? Uh, other than you sound like an upstanding gentleman, like what else could you say that they might need to know to listen to the Midnight Owl? Hmm. I don't know. That's a tough sell. <laughs> All right. I, I, you know what? I, I don't really know what to say to that. Uh, I don't know. Okay. It's so podcast for the curious if you like mind. Par- if you like Paranor- Paranora. Oh, fuck. Why can't I say paranormal? <laughs> God damn it. Fucking Gavassier. That's why you don't trust mm. the French. If um, you like the occult, the supernatural, or the paranormal, come check out the Midnight Owl and Owl at the Moon. Ooh. That's great. That's great. <laughs> All right. Listen, for Mr. Timothy Carr, I'm Anthony Jefe. I'm so happy you guys are listening to this. Please go check out the Midnight Owl debuting next week or maybe later this week on the Not For 30 podcast. You can also find him on Spotify, Podbeam, and iTunes under the Midnight Owl. Um, we're going to start with episode two and go from there. My, my personal favorite good. so far is the sports ritual and superstition. I thought that you just nailed that one so well. Um, so more coming from Tim Carr and the Midnight Owl. Hoot, hoot. <laughs> All right. All right. Awesome. <laughs>